Well, it's time for Spinning Singles again, and welcome to the new year, 2024. And we're going to pick it up uh, before I did the Christmas countdown. We were finishing up the week of February 8th, 1986 on the Billboard Top 40. And there were two more songs I wanted to talk about that I didn't get to that episode. So we'll pick it up with that. At number 38 that week on February 8th was a Rockabilly singer from Texas coming in. Um, his name was Charlie Sexton. He had a song called Beat So Lonely. Came in at 38 and would go to 17. So it was a mid-range hit. And as it turns out, it was his only top 40 hit. He never had another top 40 hit. He was out of Texas. It was on the MCA label. And the single I have is um, kind of unusual because it's just a white MCA label, not the usual rainbow label. And it does have a picture sleeve with the words on the back and a picture of him on the cover, black and white. Uh, I'd say it's a 3 to $4 record. It's not a record you usually hear on the radio at all. In fact, I probably haven't heard it in years um, because it wasn't such a huge hit. Just don't hear it around here that much. And the song to come in behind it, the last debut that week at number 40, was the third top 40 hit for a group called Simple Minds. And this was simply called Sanctify Yourself. And they were recording on the A&M label. And it came in at number 40, would go to 14 nationally. So it was a mid-range hit for them as well. And I do remember hearing this one. This has got a picture sleeve, and it's just red and white. And it's got a picture of, I believe, the lead singer holding a dove on the cover and some other pictures of the band on the back. Um, don't hear it nowadays, but I do remember hearing it when it was out on the radio. Um, Three to four dollar record for Simple Minds and Sanctify Yourself. And the one song I do want to talk about that hit the Hot 100 that week was one of those songs that was released twice. First time it was released, it was released on the Carry label, that's C-A-R-R-E-R-E. -R -R -E. I believe that's a French label. And uh, the artist is Phyllis Nelson, and the song is called I Like You. It was released um, earlier in the year, but it did not chart. But it did have a picture sleeve, at least on the promo version. And it shows a picture of her on the cover and some writing on the back. And then it was reissued because it didn't chart again a second time. And it came in at number 84 and made it to number 61 on the Hot 100 um, on, a different, on the same label with a different number. So um, I guess they tried it twice and it did hit, but it only got to 61. Kind of an upbeat dance song is what I remember of it. And I do remember hearing it for a little while and uh, then it was gone. And again, that was her only Hot 100 hit as far as I know. And that's Phyllis Nelson, I Like You. The first uh, appearance of it with the picture sleeve is probably worth the most. I'd say 6 or $7. And the uh, second one's probably only worth 3 to $4. And that's Phyllis Nelson and I Like You. So we're going to go to a brand new week now, and that's the week of February 15th, 1986. And there were six songs to come in the top 40, so pretty busy week, and one in the Hot 100 I'm going to talk about. The highest debut that week was from the Canadian rock group Loverboy. It's called This Could Be The Night. It was from the album Loving Every Minute Of It on the Columbia label, because that was their label. And the picture sleeve shows a picture of the group uh, on the cover and some writing on the back. And this song came in at 35 and went to number 10. So it was a top 10 hit, kind of a mid-tempo rock song for Loverboy. Uh, I believe it was their last top 10 here in the U.S. And that's this could be the night. And it's probably about a 3 to $4 record. Did get some airplay, obviously, because it hit top 10. Next song behind that 
was a song by NXS. It came in at 36 and would go to number five. So it was their biggest hit on the charts so far. It was called What You Need, and this got a ton of airplay on the Atlantic label from the album Listen Like Thieves. And it did have a picture sleeve, and the picture sleeve just shows a member of the group raising his hands up in the air and uh, pictures of the other members of the group on the back. And I just remember hearing this a lot. You still hear it from time to time today. It got a ton of airplay. Uh, not a lot of money involved with this one because it was such a big hit. Uh, 3 to $4 for NXS and What You Need. Behind that was uh, a big hit for John Mellencamp. It came in at 37, and it was simply called R-O-C-K in the USA. So it was a very, very upbeat rock song, paying tribute to a lot of the previous rock stars and pop stars from the 50s and 60s. It was from his album Scarecrow got a ton of airplay, and made it to number two. Just missed number one. Uh, does have a picture sleeve, and it shows John Cougar Mellencamp on the cover with R-O-C-K USA and a picture of him on the back with the lyrics. And the B-side of this one was his version of Under the Boardwalk, the classic by the Drifters. And this is the only place you can find it because that song was not on the album Scarecrow. Um, big, big hit. Still hear it every now and then. Uh, not a lot of value, though, because it was such a hit. Three to four dollars. And behind that, we had another top 40 for Aretha Franklin. She was charting again at that point. And this one was called Another Night. It came in at 38, and it went to 22 nationally. And this one did not have a picture sleeve. It was on the Arista label from her album, Who's Zoomin' Who. Um, this is not quite as big a hit as the other ones. I do remember hearing it every now and then when it was out, but certainly don't hear it anymore today. It was a mid-range hit for her, hitting 22. I'd say 3 to $4 on Aretha Franklin on another night. And Arister at that point was a black label with a kind of like a sunrise on the top of it. Behind that at number 39 was a top 40 hit for the group ABC. And of course, they were from England and they were recording on the Mercury label. And it was from the album How to Be a Zillionaire. And the song's called How to Be a Millionaire. Um, does have a picture sleeve, which is kind of purple. And it shows a picture of the lead singer in a square on the cover and um, some lyrics on the back. And this was ABC's, a mid-range hit for them. It came in at 39, would go to number 20 nationally. So it did get some airplay, kind of electronic sounding for them, but kind of a cool song as well. Not a lot of value, 3 to $4. And it's also a song you never hear today on the radio, but you heard it a little bit when it was out. And the last song to come in that week of Fe February 15th, 1986, in the top 40, was another song that was released twice, and it was by the group called Sly Fox, and it's called Let's Go All The Way. Came in at 40 and would go to number seven, so it was a big hit for him, or them, I should say. I believe it was a duo. The first time this song was released, it did not chart. Released a second time on a different number, but the same label on the Capitol label, black label with the color band. And it's from the album of the same title, Let's Go All The Way. Kind of a funky, mid-tempo song. Like I said, hit number seven, so it did get a ton of airplay. Uh, still hear it now and then in this area. Uh, not a lot of value and no picture sleeve with this one. Three to four dollars for Sly Fox. And the last song I'm going to talk about that hit the Hot 100 only for one week. It came in at number 99 and then fell off. That's as far as it got. And it was a song by The Cure, and it took me a long time to find a stock copy of this one, simply called In Between Days, and it does have a picture sleeve, and The Cure is very collectible nowadays. 
This is on the Electra label, and it's the label that's half black and half red at this point, and it does have a picture sleeve, and it shows the group kind of uh, in different colors with their faces on the front. And it's got a song on the B-side that was never released called Stop Dead. And the album was called The Head on the Door, but this was In Between Days by The Cure. And because it's got a picture sleeve and it's a stock copy, it's probably worth about $30. Very tough to find. Took me a long time to find this. I've only ever seen it once and I grabbed it. And that's The Cure at number 99 for that week. And let me refresh my voice here for a little bit. And we're moving through February of 1986. And we move it to the next week, which happens to be February 22nd. And there were only three songs to come in the top 40 that week. And the highest debut at number 38 was by Marilyn Martin. And so far she had been known as a duet with Phil Collins singing Separate Lives. And this was her first solo hit. Came in at 38, would only go to 28. And it turns out it was her last and only top 40 hit by herself. It's called Night Moves. It's got a picture sleeve, and it was on the Atlantic label. And uh, simply from her album, Marilyn Martin. And um, can't remember much about this record. I heard it a couple times. You hear it every now and then, but not that often. Three to four dollars for this one. Not a huge hit, but it was her only top 40 by herself. And that's Night Moves and Marilyn Martin. Next song was huge. It came in at 39, and it was the first hit for the Bangles, and they were an all-girl group out of California, and this was their first big, big hit uh, called Manic Monday. Came in at 39, would go to number two, so it just missed number one, um, from their album A Different Light, which was probably their most famous LP, and um, big, big hit. What can I say about this one? You heard it all over the place. Um, on the Columbia label, it did have a picture sleeve, and it shows um, the picture of the four members of the group on the cover and some writing on the back. Um, always liked the Bangles. In fact, they had an album out before this called All Over the Place that was very, very good. Sounded like they came right out of the 60s. This one was much more polished, came more of an 80s sound, but this was a big, big hit, and that's the Bangles' Manic Monday, probably 3 to $4 with the picture sleeve on that one. And the last song I'm going to talk about actually was a number one song, and it was uh, kind of a unique song. It was by an artist named Falco, who is from Germany. He hadn't had a hit over here, and this was simply called Rock Me Amadeus. And it was about uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. And, of course, it was a huge hit over here. It was different edited, and the American edit was the one that charted over here. It was from his album Falco 3, and he was big over in Germany on the A&M label. This one did not have a picture sleeve, but it made it to number one for three weeks. So it was a big, big hit in 86 for Falco and Rock Me Amadeus, probably a 3 to $4 record. And because it was such a number one hit, we still hear it every now and then. And that brings us to the next week in the beginning of March of 1986, March 1st. And there were five songs to come in the top 40. And the first one coming in at 36 was the only other chart hit for the group Arcadia, which had been put together by members of Duran Duran. And this was something called Goodbye is Forever. Came in at 36, would only go to 33 nationally. So it wasn't huge for them. Not as big as the other one, Election Day. But it's still on the Capitol label, black label with the color band. And it did have a picture sleeve. Say 3 to $4 for Arcadia and Goodbye is Forever. Not one you normally hear at all. Next song right behind it at 37 was by Tom Petty. And he recruited Stevie Nicks again for this one. This was actually a cover, the song called Needles and Pins, was a cover of The Searcher's Big Hit. 
And it was from his album, Pack Up the Plantation Live. So it was actually a live cut that they put on a 45 on the MCA label. And Needles and Pins by Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty only made it to 37. That's as high as it got in the top 40 there for a couple of weeks and then it fell off. I do remember hearing it. Um, it's not one you hear by Tom Petty too often nowadays, but it was a top 40 for him and probably a five to six dollar record. Um, his stuff always holds some value. Right below that was another top 40 one hit wonder. This is the only time he ever charted on the top 40, an artist named Robert Tepper. And his song was called No We Easy Way Out. And it was from the soundtrack Rocky Four. So that's where this song came from. And it was on the Scotty Brothers label, just like Survivor was. Um, I had to listen to this because you never hear it. And I couldn't remember what it sounded like. Came in at 38, would only go to 22 nationally. So it wasn't a big hit. Not one here at all. I'd say 4 to $5 for Robert Tepper and No Easy Way Out. Next song behind it, coming in at 39, was an R&B group called The Force MDs. And this was also from a movie called Crush Groove. It's called Tender Love. And it was their biggest hit on the top 40. Made it to number 10. Does have a picture sleeve, and it's on the Warner Brothers label. And kind of a mid-tempo soul love song for them, Tender Love by Force MDs. Uh, top 10, so not a lot of value, 3 to $4. It did get some airplay quite a bit because of hitting number 10 and not one that you really hear nowadays either. And the last song I'm going to talk about for the week of March 1st, 1986, was probably one of my favorites um, by Electric Like Orchestra at that point called ELO. It's called Calling America, another great song by him. When I mean Jeff Lynn, he's the man behind ELO from the album Taken from the Balance of Power, and it's on the CBS Associated Record label, uh, which is blue, and it does have a picture sleeve, which is red and yellow with some shapes on it, and it hit number 18, came in at 40, went to 18, did get some airplay, one of my favorite songs by him, it hit number one on my countdown, got a ton of airplay, liked this song a lot, but so far this has been his last top 40 hit here in America, Calling America by ELO. And I got time to squeeze in a couple more songs here. We're going to dive into the second week of March 1986, and they happen to be two number one songs. And coming in the highest debut that week, up at 28 was Prince, and this was probably his biggest, one of his biggest songs, simply called Kiss. Went to number one for two weeks, got a ton, ton of airplay. Uh, if you remember it, Julia Roberts sang this song in a scene in Pretty Woman, but it got a ton of airplay. And uh, also from the motion picture Under the Cherry Moon, which was Prince's movie. But it's on his Paisley Park Warner Brothers label with a picture sleeve and a ton of airplay. So maybe 4 to $5, probably one of his least valuable 45s. And that's Kiss by Prince. Not a lot to much say about that one because it got such a, a huge, huge following. And the last song I'm going to talk about, coming in at 38 was another number one song, and it was by Robert Palmer, who hadn't had a hit in a while. It was on the Island label. It was simply called Addicted to Love. And um, it came in and went to number one for one week, got a ton of airplay from his album Riptide. thing about this um, 45 was it was released with a picture sleeve, was showing him on the cover. First uh, release. Second release was released with a second type of picture sleeve, which was kind of unusual at the time. Shows him with a bunch of girls singing on stage, and I believe that was the video for this song that made it so popular. 
but that's Addicted to Love by Robert Palmer. A ton, ton of airplay. Still hear it a lot. Three to four dollars. Um, actually, the picture sleeve with the girls, I believe, is worth a little bit more than the other one. Maybe three to four dollars for the picture sleeve. And that should be it for this edition of Spinning Singles. And we're going to pick it up again in the middle of March of 1986 when we come back next week. See you then.